The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. There's a very bright shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. another edition of the Auburn Undercover Podcast, a little bit of a Monday recruiting podcast to recap the weekend. It wasn't necessarily the biggest weekend in Auburn football recruiting, but it was an important one. Um, there were some really talented underclassmen on the campus, um, and all eyes are kind of obviously focused on junior day next Saturday on the 28th. There were some really talented players on campus, um, and probably none more talented. Well, it, it's tough to say. Ryan Williams and Alvin Henderson are both extremely talented players, five-star five-star level players, um, but I think all eyes were really focused on Ryan Williams for the weekend. Obviously, an Auburn legacy, Alabama commitment, committed to Alabama in October. Um, he had been offered by Auburn's previous staff um, the month before. We'll get into that in a little bit, that whole kind of debacle. Um, but Jason, I want to start with you. This is a kid that we watched We watched play in the state title game. I said that he was the most t- best player I watched all year. In all honesty, he put up the best performance I've seen in a single performance as a wide receiver. He absolutely dominated the game. Yep, that's pretty much what he did all year. Um, I mean, he was he was Mr. Football in Alabama as a sophomore, and deservedly so when you look at him. I mean, he had this monster numbers as a wide receiver, and he also ran for like 800 yards and like almost 20 more touchdowns on the ground. Here, here's a stat line real quick. 88 receptions. 1,641 yards, 24 receiving touchdowns, 700 rushing yards, 15 rushing touchdowns. Yeah, from a from a sophomore wide receiver, and and he looks he looks like one of these guys that you look at and you we've we've seen go to the NFL after three years from Alabama and LSU wherever, and those are the kind of guys that Auburn hasn't had, and this is a guy that that. I think Auburn has put itself in position now, even though he's already committed to Alabama, um, by the visit he had on Saturday. Um, you could see it. Um, this is a guy that, you know, I'm on, I'm going to date myself, but it's okay because uh, I know I'm old. It's, 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 I'm fine with that. His dad was a guy that I covered in high school, and he came to Auburn as a defensive back from B.C. Rain High School, also Ryan Williams. Um he, he stayed at Auburn for a couple of years, went to junior college, and finished his career at Louisiana Tech. Uh, and Saturday's the first time I've seen Ryan Williams, the elder Ryan Williams, probably since he left Auburn. Um, and he was – to say he was excited was, would be an understatement. Like, to see the changes in Auburn, but have his son being recruited by Auburn was a big deal. And, frankly, it was 
it was something that Auburn absolutely had to have to get into the mix for a kid that was, you know, legacy um, because of the way this thing went down before. And Christian mentioned it. Um, I talked to Ryan Williams um, some. I knew he was coming up for our game last season. Talked to him before the game. Kind of told him, hey, here's where you need to go. This is this is it. Talked to him a little bit after the game. And then, you know, a little bit later, they found out, hey, how'd it go? Well, um, only had one coach talk to me for a couple of minutes. That was pretty much it. And this is a guy that I believe and Christian believes probably the best player in the country in the 2025 class. His dad played at Auburn. He's an in-state kid. And basically they came by and said, hey, how's it going? And that was it. Um, that's that's how you lose a kid that early. Um, and now Auburn's giving himself a shot again. Um, and so uh, this new staff understood the importance of getting him on campus and and showing him some love, and they did that on Saturday. So, yeah, this this kid I mentioned is – he's one of the top probably three or four sophomores that I've seen in 20, 24, 25 years of doing this. And that's alongside Cadillac Williams. Um, that's alongside, you know, a guy like Peter Woods in the last couple of years. Um, you know, there's few and far between where you look at him as a sophomore and go, that's a can't-miss guy. He joins that group and – uh you know, now we'll see what Auburn can do in the next couple of years to, to see if they can, can can turn the tide, pun intended. Yeah, Jason, you mentioned it. That's the thing. You know, he visited for the Penn State game. You know, it's tough for a coaching staff, even as big as they are, when you've got that many kids on campus, you know, give everybody enough love. But when you're talking about a kid who's a five-star, a kid who's – you got to give, obviously, your top guys attention. Ryan Williams would be that candidate. You have to give legacies attention. Ryan Williams would be a candidate for that. Auburn failed on both of those categories to give him any real sort of attention um, during that game. Um, and, you know, the exact quote, I want to read it off, was he said after his visit, it's definitely a different feel from the last visit. The last time I came up here, I didn't really like it at all. It's definitely a better feeling than last time. Um, and so, Dukes, I want to kind of talk with you a little bit. Obviously, this is a 2025 recruit, so there's multiple years before he ends up signing. Um, I don't want to say a commitment, doesn't mean a whole lot because it certainly does, especially when you're talking about Alabama. But look, there's there's a ton of time to go, and you know we're going to talk about a couple other 2025s that visited as well. And you know I would say the same even if they were committed to Auburn. It's the school that leads at this time. Alabama leads for Ryan Williams at this time, um, and now it's up to Marcus Davis and Hugh Freeze to kind of you know, work work on Ryan Williams for the next couple of years, to be honest, and see where things kind of go. Oh, I think you're muted right now, Dukes. Yeah, I think it's so important to get an early start with a guy like this. Um, when I watch his film, it, it's so electric. He's fun to watch. I mean, he catches the ball well, put him in the backfield. I mean, like a, a six foot – is he what, about like six one maybe, six feet? I think we have him listed at six foot. I'd give him six one after seeing Yeah, him I, I'd say six one, probably 170 right now as a, yeah, as a kid that's you know, 15 years old. But he has the chops of a running back, like his change of direction. Uh, uh, when he gets the ball, you, nobody's going to catch him from behind. Uh, he's got re- legit track speed, um, really shifty. But it's like when he gets the ball, he's there's always a chance for him to score. And I know that yeah. sounds so cliche, so cliche, but man, and Jason. Um, all right, so cl- Christian, I'm gonna get you on this one, Jason. This is what I see. Stay with me here. Yep. Imagine Eric B. Enemy stretched out. Yeah, the way how he was always a threat to score, 
Eric Bieniemy at Colorado was insane. And uh, I kind of get that same feeling, that same excitement. This is kind of when I first woke up as a football fan way back in the day. But that's what I get from him, that same feel, that same excitement, that as soon as he gets the ball, if he gets the ball, he has an opportunity to score. Yeah. And what, what you think about electricity, that's right. that's what I think about, whether it's Eric Bieniemy, whether whether it's, you know, you think about, um, you know, any number of guys, you know, Peter Wark kind of guys, Peter guys Ward, that right. – that he he's that guy where you look every time he touches the football, everybody in the stadium goes, "Uh oh, this could be it." <laughs> They're not. You don't find many of those guys, and he is a right. guy that every time he touches the football, you go, "Hey, he might score right here," because oftentimes he does. Right, and I, just to get the type of recruiting that you're getting out of Hugh Freeze and the new staff in comparison to what it was previously. And not to knock anybody, but a spade is a spade. There's a whole new feel around Auburn, and this is the type of guy that can t- who can actually set you up to make sure you have a monster class in 25. Even though we're about to finish with the second sign of day for 23, he's basically a junior now. You got two years, and after that, and if you get him committed this year, you get him next December. So this is 2023. He could sign at the end of 2024. So even though that sounds like a long, long time, it's really not. So to, for them to be able to get that type of head start right now, go ahead and start to see the new Auburn, so to speak. Let them see the new facility uh, and just get a feel for uh, – and, and you really haven't had a lot of flavor at uh, wide receiver in a minute. And now you got a, a younger guy, uh, Hugh Freeze. I mean, excuse me, uh, Marcus Davis, along with Hugh Freeze, to be able to kind of give you some juice. So, no, I, 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 I would be excited as an Auburn fan about where recruit is going, especially when you're getting in early on a five-star guy like this. Yeah, Dukes, I think you hit the nail on the head there. The biggest thing for me is it's good, it's good awareness out of Auburn's staff. I don't know if the previous staff would have the awareness, you know, if they're in this situation to already start attacking some of the best 2025s and starting to try and get a head start there. You know, Auburn just got done with the 23 class and then the portal window, which was crazy. And now you're kind of turning the page to 24. But Auburn's staff isn't forgetting about the 2025s and the high-priority ones. Um, And they're making sure they get those kids on campus, making sure they're offered, making sure they go to their schools. Auburn has already sent multiple coaches over to Sarah Land um, check in on Brian and a guy that we're going to talk about here in a second. But I, I really like what you said there, Dukes. It's it's good awareness out of this staff to kind of get rolling there. Um, and, you know, the other guy that they had on campus from Sarah Land as well, the guy that's throwing the ball to Ryan Williams, K.J. Lacey, uh, quarterback there. He's unranked right now. Pretty solid player. He's got a solid offer list already. He's got Auburn, Florida State. Um, he's got some other schools as well involved there. He's been to Alabama. Ole Miss has offered him. You look at his sophomore year stats. I mean, he had over 3,100 passing yards, 40 touchdowns to just five interceptions. A pretty solid player. It's easy when you've got Ryan Williams playing. Um, you, know, you can just throw it to him and he'll make plays happen. Um, but you watch KJ Lacey's film. Not a huge runner, but he can definitely pull that off a little bit. You just watch his film, though, and he's a fun player. Jason, we watched him in Super 7 when they won the state title game. You know, for a sophomore quarterback that still has multiple years of high school development before going to college, um, he's a solid player and another guy that Auburn's trying to get a head start on. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you look at it and, and first thing he did is, is you know, he got Sarah Land over the hump, won a state championship, and, and obviously Ryan Williams helps that, a pretty talented team, but uh, he, he's a good football player. And so he's another guy you look at and, you know, quarterbacks, you go, 
does he have the intangible part of things first? Because that's where it starts. Um, you can throw it 800 miles, but if you don't have the intangible part of things, you can't play quarterback. He's got those things, and he's going to get stronger and continue to develop. And so, um, you're like, you're right, another guy that visited. It's just about laying the foundation. It is laying the foundation for 24 and 25. That's, that's what you have to do as a recruiting staff. That's what the previous staff did not do. And, 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 and that's how you do it. You lay a foundation, you get guys on campus, and you show them love, and, and, and you handle it the right way. And that starts with, you know, you mentioned head coach, starts head coach, starts coordinators. Coordinators have to do those jobs as well. Um, it can't a, – a position coach or a primary recruiting coach for a region can only do so much. If the head coach and the coordinators aren't involved in recruiting, it's impossible. You're, you're just not going to be very good. And that's the thing that, that had to change and has changed. And we're already seeing the the fruits of that labor. I mean, again, it, it, if your head coach doesn't recruit, it, it, it doesn't matter what the other guys do. Uh, we we just witnessed that. And now we're seeing the, the reverse of that, what can happen when that head coach is involved. And now we'll see what can happen as you work in the state of Alabama more heavily than you have in quite a while, in my opinion. I think it's going to happen these next two classes. I think they, they showed that at the end of this last cycle too late for a lot of those guys. But now you look at it and there's 24 class in state is going to be really good. It's deep. It's not as top heavy. 25 is top heavy, legit loaded with four and five star guys again. And so these next couple of classes are different in the way they're built, but equally as important for Hugh Freeze and his staff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, Dukes, I want to stick with another 25 that was on campus. Uh, Alvin Henderson running back out of Elba. Um, look, right now, it's it's kind of criminal that we have him unranked. We're just starting the 25 recruiting process, ranking-wise. Um, so we only have 100 guys ranked, and you know we'll kind of add to that this spring. But you look at his sophomore year stats, and he had a pretty solid freshman year as well. His sophomore year ran for over 2,600 yards and 47 touchdowns. Yeah, granted, that's playing 1A football at Elba. But, look, you just have to watch him play, and you can see it. Um, and he had a lot of really good things to say about Auburn after his visit, had a lot of good things to say about Cadillac Williams, Hugh Freeze, and Dukes. He said that, you know, this was the best visit I've ever been on. Um, so uh, Auburn, again, put in itself in a good spot for a 25 guy and a really talented 25 guy at that. Yeah, and I think it's really important um, to have a guy who has some similarities to a Cadillac Williams and imagine how much stronger Cadillac Williams recruiting is now that he's been a head coach and he's done it for everybody. So now I, I think it just gives Cadillac, who's naturally acquired a person, more of a big a, a bigger impact when it comes to closing these type of guys. Now, he's always been able to zoom in and get his guys like he identifies early. He sticks to his board no matter like I've been around him. So you, you can send him anybody if he knows who his guy is. That's his guy. And uh, he's been really good at that. And I think this is another one of those situations where this is his guy. Uh, he's starting early, which is great. And I think the amount of 25 kids being on campus 
Think about last year. In January, there were only 13 guys at Junior Day. Now, the weekend before Junior Day, I don't even think anybody from a 20 – I don't even think any 24s visited. So, you know, just seeing the difference in this staff and what they're doing, and not to harp on the same thing, but it's, 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 it's true. And uh, Alvin Henderson, when I watch him run, if you see, he has a little bit of that Tasmanian devil in him where, you know, he, he – <laughs> I, I mean, you're not. He's only a buck eighty, buck eighty five. How big did he look um, on campus? He's so we've got him listed at five ten, one eighty. I think he's probably five ten, maybe like one seventy five. But again, yeah. this is a sophomore in high school. Remind, right. Reminds me a lot of that guy that's standing over there with him in the picture because he Absolutely. plays he plays much bigger than his size. And you know, people people remember Cadillac weighing two hundred pounds. You know, when he was you know two thousand three, two thousand four. What they don't remember is him as a true freshman. He weighed about 185, but he was he was one of the toughest guys on the field then. Um, that's kind of Alvin Henderson reminds me of that guy. And uh, you're right, Tasmanian Devil. He, I say he's that whirling dervish where you go, man. If you don't get three or four guys on him, you're not tackling him, and that's that's the key to to being a running back. Yeah, absolutely, man. He runs. It, you see all those weird angles that come out. When I say weird angles those knees, those elbows, whatever it takes for him to get that next yard. He makes it difficult. And and defenders, especially at that level, they're thinking about it before they hit him because you know that it, there's a price to be paid even as a 175-pound running back. So uh, definitely somebody I think Auburn wants in the fall. And it'll be interesting to see how this goes, especially with – because Alabama's going to come calling. I mean, he's that type of talent. And for Auburn to get this type of head start – I think it's really uh, it, it just shows a lot about where they are recruiting right now. Yeah, Jason, I want to ask you about something that Duke said real quick as well. You know, Dukes, you were talking about Cadillac uh, almost breaking out of his shell in a sense um, and becoming more of an I don't I don't want to say more of an active recruiter, but more involved in more recruitments for Auburn, more than just a running back recruiter, more than just an area recruiter. Um, and Jason, this is something that you mentioned. You know, really, when Hugh Freeze was hired, that mm-hmm. Auburn almost has two head coaches on staff now that can go out and recruit, and that interim period gave Cadillac Williams, gave him that bump, gave him a little bit more notoriety, gave him more confidence, gave him the ability to go out and recruit at an even higher level for Auburn. Yeah, no question. Um, yeah, I talked about it then. I said, look, this is a guy that's always been more than happy to to be behind the scenes. Cadillac was not a guy that 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 wanted attention, wasn't a guy that sought attention, um, and he was happy just to kind of okay, I'll I'll be the guy. He recruited, he recruited those running backs, and that's that was pretty much it. Um, then he had to go out and start recruiting everybody, and I think he went, you know what, this is this is pretty fun. I, I like this, and 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 you know it might not have worked if it wasn't Auburn, but it is Auburn. That's why it worked because it's the place he loves, and he can talk about it, and now. You see that, and, and you're right. I think Auburn has two legitimate closers on, on the same staff now, and that's yeah, it's it's the reason why coaches go out and get veteran other guys that have been head coaches before because they understand that that part of it, what it takes to 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 finish in recruiting, and and El Cat likes a guy that has experience as a head coach. It's going to make him a better in game coach just with his running backs because now he's, he understands every part of the game much better than he did before those four games, I promise you. And, and so I think it's going to make him better. But but I think, you know, you're right. I, in, in, in terms of recruiting, 
Um, you got a guy now that, yeah, you could, you know, visit with, with Hugh Freeze. Hey, you know, visit with Cadillac and go, okay, look, here's what we started. Now here's what we're going to do to continue that. I've talked to current players and they're like, look, that energy, that excitement, those things, it's still there. And, and I think that's a huge part of this. And I mean, we've talked about it multiple times and it's, it's never going to be forgotten, especially if this staff goes out and, and, and wins and, and gets Auburn back to the championship level. It'll never be forgotten what Cadillac and, and all those guys did in, in kind of keeping things together. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Duke's last guy I want to touch on real quick is Jalen Crawford, 2024. So one of the, the only 24 we're talking about here, 2024 cornerback out of Parkview. Uh, they're in the kind of Georgia area. Number 34 overall player in the class, number five cornerback. He visits on Sunday. Still waiting to catch up with him a little bit, but look, this is this is a huge visitor to get on campus. You know, Sunday, to my knowledge, he was the only visitor, so you you get a pretty big visitor on campus on Sunday. Yeah, and um, he did have a couple of guys with him. Um, I think Antonio White. What's Antonio's last name? I think White and one of the twins from Parkview. I think they all uh, made the trip, but definitely the focus was uh, Jalen. Uh, I talked to his dad. Um, got a pretty good relationship with his pops from uh. Pre, uh, previous endeavors and uh so everybody thinks it's lsu at this point auburn did a lot to change it um they gave him they gave him attention crime dog is on him zach is on him uh hugh free spent time with him today um they sent the pictures out uh group chat so he he, he auburn has a real deal shot to get this guy and he's going to take all his business i think he's going to tennessee this week or he went last week um, they're trying to get him to come back for junior day, but I think he may go somewhere else, but he'll be back in Auburn soon. Um, really good player. And when I say good, he's playing on a really, really talented team. Uh, Park view is one of those teams that looks to take the next step next year. Uh, Buford grace and all of those. And Park view has kind of been a, the forgotten team when it comes to Gwinnett, a uh, park view and Brookwood as Jason knows. And Chris, you, you may know too. And, uh, Early to late nineties, two thousand, there nobody was even thinking about any two schools in Gwinnett outside of those two. Really, outside of South Georgia, Valdosta, and Lounge, they were kind of like the anti-Valdosta Lounge, which was the or the I guess the metro area, uh, metro mm-hmm. Atlanta area version of Brookwood and Parkview. So for them to kind of return this type of talent and him probably being the best player on that team, and arguably, probably some people think he may finish top three in the state. And you got to think on the other side, he's going up against probably the number one player in the country, depending on who you ask, and a wide receiver, Mike Matthews, on a daily basis. And when you see those two get at it, like in those practices, you can see the type of talent that he does have. Uh, uh, extensive playing with, with a lot of the guys who've already been uh, – he's had exp- extensive experience with a lot of the guys that uh, Auburn has already recruited from JoJo Stone to Aaron Nolan and all of those guys. So I think this was a huge visit. He's been on the radar for a while. Um the staff really likes him, and I think that is it, it, it said a lot that he was able to get down by himself or be the main focus of a visit on a Sunday when he didn't have to. Yeah, look, that's the thing. And, Jason, I want to ask you about this real quick, and then we'll wrap up. You know, when you talk about elite-level talent, you've all almost gotten to the point over the past couple of years where you're like, ah, I just don't know if Auburn can compete for that guy. You know, number 34 overall player. It's a different day in Auburn recruiting. And you want to talk about, you know, we just talked about Hugh Freeze and Cadillac Williams. You want to talk about a dynamic recruiting duo? Talk about Zach Etheridge and Crime Dog there in the secondary. Those guys are going to have Auburn in it with 
all of their top targets. I can yeah, guarantee no question. That. Yeah, absolutely. Here's something else you just mentioned too is about about getting the guy on Sunday. That's the other part of this. This staff understands. Hey, it's going to be a lot of hard work. There's there's going to be times when I'd much rather sit at home and watch an NFL football game. But you know what I got to do? This is the only day I'm going to be able to get this kid on campus. You know what you better do? You better get that kid on campus. And that's what they're doing. And 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 you can't just go well. You know what? You know, junior day is not going to work out right here. So you know what? We just won't have one. That don't work. That is not acceptable. And that is not acceptable for this staff. We've already seen that. Um, you get guys on campus when you can. If it's one guy, if it's 400, you better get them there. And they've done that early. And, and then you get a chance to get them back. And that's what you hear time and time again. You get a guy on campus now and get them back in the spring. You wait to get them on campus for football games. That's great. You can have 7,000 of them show up for a football game. Most of those guys already have in their mind who their top two schools are. Nothing changes. You've got, you better do it now. And that's, that's the point in these 2025s. Get those guys in for football games because that's when it matters. By the time those guys are seniors, it's too late for most of those guys. You better have it already done. This staff is late. Again, get back to it. They're laying the groundwork, and that's how it happens. One guy at a time, a Sunday, a random Tuesday, whatever it is, get guys there early, get them back, and, and they're starting that process. Yeah, unless I'm missing anything, I think we'll probably wrap it up there, guys. Um, last thoughts, Dukes, Jason, anything that I'm missing? I don't think so. It's been coaches were out on the road last week. Uh, they'll probably be back out on the road this week as well, leading into junior day on Saturday. Um, so make sure you stay tuned over at the website, auburnundercover.com. We already have a running junior day visitor list. Um, you know, Dukes, you talked about it last year. They had like 13 guys at junior day. Uh, as of right now, still a week or so out, we already have confirmed probably close to double that, and that list will keep growing. So it's going to be a huge Saturday in Auburn. Um, it's new day in Auburn recruiting. A lot to talk about. A lot of really talented guys. Guys, if you're not already following the YouTube, uh, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube. Leave us a like. Leave us a comment. If you're listening to this as a podcast, make sure to leave us a review there. That really helps us out. Uh, make sure you check out Dukes and all the stuff he's doing at Dukes the Scoop. Jason at ITAT Jason. And then obviously the website, AuburnUndercover.com. And we'll catch you guys soon. Thank you.